0: Welcome to Talking Health Tech, my name is Peter Birch, and this is a podcast of conversations with doctors, developers and decision makers that are playing in the Australian health tech scene today. With me today is Pete Williams, Pete's the co-founder of Medipass, a digital healthcare claiming and payments platform for providers and insurers. Before starting Medipass in 2016, Pete was co-founder of Locals, a VC-backed startup that powered last mile delivery experiences for major retailers and service companies. Prior to joining the startup world, Pete led consumer and high value payments technology, including high caps, at National Australia Bank. He was also employed by KPMG, where he worked on financial services and payment projects around the world. Hey Pete, thanks for joining. Thank you. You've come all the way from Melbourne?
1: I have. It's. this is a much more beautiful city. I'll admit it.
0: <laughs> I've gone for at least 20 episodes without making a Melbourne weather joke, but you actually, you don't sound like a Melbourneite. And you don't have a beard. So I'm guessing that you're, you're originally from somewhere else.
1: Yeah, that's right. So originally born and raised outside of Detroit, a lovely city, yeah. and ended up moving over here to Australia in 2006. Good call. And stayed. Loved yeah, it. Yeah.
0: That's the way. That's the way. Some good stuff to talk about. Look, and 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 all around the the world of of medipass payments and and the fun that brings in in healthcare. But look, tell me, set the scene for me. Healthcare payments—it's complicated. Why is it complicated? And and what's the problem that that we actually need to solve here?
1: Yeah, I I think that there's there's a misunderstanding of how healthcare payments work here in Australia. And that is usually, people think that Medicare pays for almost everything. Mm. And they're significant. But it's actually less than a third of the total spend here in Australia. And you wouldn't expect that. No. no. Even I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's about 26%, I believe, of total healthcare spend here. And while government makes up a little over 60% of the total spend, it's through a range of different schemes. There's 108 different schemes here in Australia that fund healthcare and if you look at the organizations and the people that actually pay for it there's well over 2600 which is pretty crazy is, so that, is that
0: is that like crazy compared to other countries i have got no idea what well
1: it, it depends if you compare it to the uk or nordic countries yeah it's crazy yeah if you compare it to places like the states where in certain regions you'll have well over 1500 private health insurers alone <laughs> then You know, it's in perspective, it's not that bad. Mm,
0: Okay. But it's still pretty big. It's still still pretty big. Yeah.
1: And so uh, to make all that stuff work, uh, you need to have certain rules that are specific for each one of these different schemes Mm -hmm. in each of the different health professions. So I ran a query a while ago in our system and we've got over 660,000 unique item codes that are valid just here in Australia currently for different uh, funding schemes and for different providers. Six hundred and sixty thousand.
0: Six hundred and sixty thousand. It's growing. Wow. Yeah, and growing too. So, so tell mm-hmm. us a bit more about what what your system is. Then, what Medipass is, what it does, and all
1: that. Yeah. So, it started off with really a system for healthcare funders to make processing of electronic uh, claims simpler. And the reason that's important is processing a manual claim for a health insurer or government body. It usually starts at about nine dollars a claim, and if you're paying forty dollars out as a benefit, nine dollars is incredibly inefficient. Mm. And so that was why years and years ago, Medicare here introduced electronic claiming. And on the private health insurance side, you had some of the larger private health insurers go to the banks and say, "How do we take the ideas from payment cards and apply this into health claims?" Okay, and that was why in 1998, uh, High Caps was formed. Right, and it was the experience where you could have these different health insurers here, you could put in certain item codes for a profession in a charge amount and send that electronically off to a healthcare funder and know instantly whether or not that claim is gonna be accepted or declined or if it's only gonna be paid on a partial amount.
0: Rather than taking the invoice from the physio and then lining up at NIB and then saying, yeah.
1: In that experience, around the world, you know, aside from some of the Nordic countries is completely manual. So you don't know who's going to be paying for what until after you've launched it. And Mm -hmm. that means that puts a lot more burden on the patient or the claimant to take on that uh, task and have knowledge of how to code it for different funding schemes. Mm -hmm. So that's why when I first came here in 2006 and I saw how Medicare was being run and I saw how high caps was being run. being able to go to a dentist have a service done punch in a couple of numbers and instantly only having to pay my small portion of it I thought it was like a, a magic experience because hmm. in the states you probably wouldn't even know what it was going to be owed for another 60 days oh wow yeah, yeah okay that's odd so we, we we saw that as a beautiful experience and it works well for some government funders here and it works well for some private health insurers but there's a lot more than just those two bodies. Mm -hmm. There's a number of compensatory funders here, there's a number of overseas funding schemes, there's Mm -hmm. a number of other private schemes here that aren't electronic and that are paper-based. And so we first started by addressing that and saying, how do we make everything electronic, real time, and transparent mm-hmm. to give that same kind of experience? So that's one side of our business. The other side of the experience is for um, healthcare providers, and that is having one consistent interface to go to, no matter who's ultimately paying for it, and being able to lodge it through and get an instant response back.
0: So, how's, so, so, what does that look like? Is it is it a is it a terminal? Like, like, how, I'm just trying to picture it. Like, if I was if I went to my, my physio and they yeah. were using Medipass, what are, what are they
1: what are they doing so what they would do is they would interact with our platform in three ways yes. so the physio if they're using one of in their integrated practice management systems they'll just type in invoices they normally do the hit mm. submit you see a brief little page that pops up and says uh, midi pass and we've confirmed everything if there's any issues we'll let you know right there you hit submit and it goes back into the pms and that's done cool. so it's almost uh, in some ways it's totally transparent yeah the other ways that we work is some providers don't have a practice management system and in mm-hmm. the allied health space we did queries about 42 percent of providers don't use a pms wow it's yeah. crazy that's and so we provide a lightweight interface that they can just lodge electronic claims yeah. and, and that's like sometimes all
0: they want or need or yeah that, that's probably exactly it's, it's just
1: something really simple for them they don't yeah.
0: want the complexity of all the other systems management i like, I like the simplicity f- especially around something that's so crazy like like payments and there's there's all these other growing and emerging kind of government schemes in Australia, like, like NDIS and aged care. And if you ask me to explain those systems, I would kind of stop there and go, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> do you guys get involved with those as well at all?
1: So, they're, like you said, they're, they're new and growing schemes. In the case of NDIS, it's an absolutely fantastic program that's been put in place to help people with certain disabilities so for uh, children it's early childhood intervention and for those over the age of seven it's really support and inclusion for those people and there's not many programs like it in the world but it's fantastic it allows people with certain impairments to to be included in society Mm. and the spend for it next year will actually be greater than all of private health insurance combined oh
0: wow
1: it'll be about 80 what is it 82 percent the size of medicare Next year.
0: I didn't know it was that big.
1: It's massive. And then if you look at other programs like aged care, aged care has been growing uh, significantly with a aging demographic. Mm. And that provides not just some of the other housing support that's traditional, but a lot of other health care support. And that comes in the way of allied health support services, domestic services, mm. and even respite care for people who are, are caring for elderly at home.
0: Yeah, because they need species, they need physio, they need, right. they need everything. Yeah. So and in
1: the case of aged care, it's growth on it was a little over 27% last year. So it's mm. it's one that's only going to continue to be yeah. large and larger. And but those older, those yeah. two yeah. programs mm-hmm. are reaching the same size as traditional health care, being Medicare and private health insurance.
0: OK, OK. So is that something you're 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 getting amongst as well i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. helping so out with that one too
1: hel- helping out slowly and and really helping out providers who are non-traditional healthcare providers. providers yeah. yeah. so th- there's a there's a need for more social workers for mental health workers mm. and for other domestic support services that are all operating to to help pe- people that are part of these
0: programs amazing you mentioned before a clinic would open up their PMS their practice management system so you mm. know in the allied world like the clinicos and all of that all the or the gp land the best practices the medical directors if you're integrating with them i imagine you're you're pretty reliant and in on kind of working very nicely with the practice management systems but also the payers as well i guess like cuz you'd have to integrate it all on that side too or however that whatever language you use in that how how reliant are you on, on the success of those players for, for the success of Medipass?
1: Yeah, big time is the short answer. <laughs> so patients won't use our service unless a provider accepts it, and yeah. a provider won't use our service unless enough of their funders are that they use hmm. are being processed through that platform. So we've actually taken a, a different path than most other startups, which was starting with the funders, mm-hmm. most of which are government and other large institutional. And after securing enough of those, and we have of that 108, we've got 62 currently enabled right now, which puts us actually at the most enabled of any sure. here in Australia. That's a lot. But it's still, we have a long way to go, hmm. uh, starting with that base. And then after reaching enough critical mass, going out with a product to healthcare providers and having utility for them.
0: So if you're dealing with the, the patients as well, so you're, you're both B2B and B2C, right? Is that Well,
1: it, sort of. We, although consumers use our, our service, and if you go on to places like Specsavers, which is one of the large optical providers, yeah. you can claim you know, through their website yeah. with us, and yeah. you can use our app. But consumers or patients are really the beneficiaries of all this. Mm. They don't pay anything to us for it. And while we have some engagement, it's, it's relatively lightweight and it really beca- it's because of that engagement that they have with a provider and mm-hmm. being able to accept that form of payment
0: or claim mm-hmm. type. So from my experience, integrating with, with Medicare, that's hard. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's like just trying to do some of the basic stuff.
1: It's, look, I, I think it's actually moving in the right direction. It's getting harder. Right. Um, Is so, that the as if, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, so, it, in June of this year, in order to integrate with um, Medicare, all of your developers have to be based here in Australia, and your entire operations staff has to be Australian citizen with negative vetting security clearance. What? Yeah. Jeez. I'm,
0: I'm glad I don't do anything with Medicare anymore. <laughs> I was going to say.
1: <laughs> these are all these are all movements in the in the right way, and that's oh, yeah, really I guess giving so. Them, yeah. Yeah, greater privacy and confidentiality of the information, and yeah. really raising things within healthcare to a bar that's been applied to other domains like true. financial services.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wicked. Uh, so, look. I mean, it's from what I can tell, the whole kind of healthcare payment space is a seems a pretty competitive one. I, like, I've seen a bunch of other systems to to solve different problems for payments in healthcare. So I guess it's you know it, it is a big problem that needs to be fixed. So I guess that makes sense. How have you found competition in this space and, and what do you do to cut through?
1: Yeah, there's look there's there's a lot of competition in this space. It's no different than than other payment technology where there's quite a bit of techni- quite established incumbents, mm. but then you've also seen new entrants come in, uh, BrainTree and Stripe and even Square. Yeah and offer something that's really compelling and what they how they've been able to do it is simplifying the experience is mm. by providing a wider range of payment options on there and making the rest of the business administration a lot easier than what it traditionally was and it, so we take a pretty similar lens to it which is how do we make that experience simpler how do we offer access to the longer tail which is traditionally more administratively expensive to manage mm. And th- that's how we, that's how we really compete. So we don't, we don't compete just on saying, Hey, we'll run a credit card. We'll run Medicare. It's you, you might be using as a, as a physio, some several hundred different funders on there and we'll give you access to all yeah. those and make it simple and consistent.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. Cause looking at your yeah, so just just on a different kind of train now, if I'm Looking at your bio, startup land is is not new to you, but you did do that move from you know big company to startup, which every sensible person does when they're in a very big organization. From my personal experience, uh, previous it startup, you. yeah, yeah, it's, it's the way to go. It's the only way to live. But your previous one, locals, so you founded that as well. That, that was more kind of around the. I, I don't know the product. Is that around the retail space? They're two yeah. very different. It, it's of another things.
1: one that you you probably never seen and and actually. Some of the best experiences are like that, but yeah. like here in Australia, Woolworths is a large customer of ours, and Dan Murphy's. But when you place an order online, everything that happens after that—so picking, packing, oh yeah. notifying customer, getting a package from what's called a dark store into the retail store that you ultimately collect it at—there's yeah. a lot of orchestration and choreography that happens behind the scenes. Yeah. And so that—that's basically what the technology does.
0: Wow. Is there any similarities or, or, or things you can leverage off one to the other? They're very different industries.
1: It's right? Totally different industries. And uh, going into locals one wasn't initially an intentional one. It was something that we learned about. and But the core technology and the way that you approach orchestration and working with multiple parties, a lot of those patterns mm. are similar.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. So, so Medipass is just in Australia right now?
1: Just Australia right now. We, like so, Australia is incredibly advanced, not just in healthcare but also payments technology, and it's, it's one re- yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, we are we are way far ahead huh. in terms of payments technology. I must
0: have really high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I'll put it this way: like try and pay for your rent in the states and ask yeah. how it's done.
0: Oh, okay. How is it done?
1: Or how you pay for your mortgage, literally. So how I have it set up. Yeah. you still have one in the States? Yeah. Is that I have a recurring payment and the bank literally prints a check, puts it in an envelope and mails it to another bank every month.
0: What? Yeah. Like, well true really
1: yeah there's no other way to do it you can do some direct debit arrangements but you don't do that on your rent you don't do it on mortgage payments or other things which is pretty crazy right because we've had electronic payments here for ages and now with things like the new payments platform you can you and i can pay each other up to ten thousand dollars in five seconds and there's no cost for it whatsoever (laughs) which is how everything should be
0: Yeah. yeah but
1: we are much further ahead than most other yeah, nations.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, is there anything that you're like? It's uh, applying it to different parts of the world is obviously very different, particularly when it comes to payments. So, have you had a look at outside of Australia about what can be done and replicating Medipass elsewhere?
1: Yeah. Ab- well, look, what we what we would love to do is yeah. prove the model, prove the designs here in Australia, and replicate that in other geographies where. Mm-hmm there's a similar level of complexity where you have multiple pairs, where there's a mix between government and private organizations doing funding and fulfillment of healthcare. And I think that's where we can really make a difference so take some of the learnings and patterns here mm-hmm. and apply them in these other nations so personally I would, I would love to apply it back in the states mm. uh, there's a lot of turmoil happening right now within healthcare and mm. i think it's we'll, we'll see some shakeouts perhaps the next election yeah so we'll, i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens on that
0: yeah payments healthcare payments in the u.s i, I I think you're brave touching it. I don't know enough about it. I just know that it's an absolute
1: Well, it's 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 kind of close and the the one of the reasons I got into doing things like high caps and mm-hmm. later this was that you know my mom had actually done medical coding in the states at home yeah, which yeah. was my original introduction to it. And you have all these people here who do nothing more than just coding of medical services. Mm-hmm. Cause it gives it freedom to work from home, but it's a specialized field because of all the different funders that you work with and the different providers that mm. are involved in delivery of healthcare.
0: So you spend a bit of time doing high caps as well. How come high caps have an, or or anyone, I'm not just picking on them, but anyone, like, you know, the big organizations that connected to banks and everything, they've, they've got a lot of, a lot of, I think, a lot of coin to splash and a lot of kind of reach and networks and everything. You'd think they'd have the capability to, to do something like, what you guys have done from startup from scratch which is well I've,
1: we so we have a relationship with the bank yeah. so Nav Ventures has a significant investment into MidiPath yeah but we work with a number of those other organizations yeah. as as partners so it's not not really competition there's uh, like most things in healthcare it's there's a lot of coopetition which is yeah. how do you bring something better for everyone by, by teaming up and some of those teaming ups may be non-obvious mm. so there. Like the banks certainly could do it. And in fact, when I was in the bank and I've worked for actually for previous engagements with all the other big four banks here, mm. they're fantastic at scaling a product that's already well-established and right. absolutely terrible about creating new mm. products. It's just, it's not really aligned well for how the organization like functions. Any en- like
0: big enterprise, it's yeah. not really good at that, right? Yeah, and yeah. It, it,
1: that's, that's why I think these collaborations with other fintechs and health techs mm will work out well, not just in banking, but for other healthcare ones where they can use these new organizations to deliver mm. innovation.
0: Yeah, interesting. What about what's on the horizon for you guys? What's next for Medipass?
1: Uh, so more more funders, more professions or modalities that are supported. So just last week we launched uh, Department of Veteran Affairs. So we're now doing doing that, which is fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Um, we will be supporting A lot of the non-traditional healthcare providers that I mentioned doing services for aged care, NDS, compensatory insurers. Mm. So it'll be fantastic. And then ultimately, I hope um, that we'll be able to take the experiences that we're developing here in Australia and apply those in other geographies.
0: Wicked. Is there anything else that we didn't cover in this conversation?
1: No, I I think that's good
0: one what i'll do i'll what i'll do pete i will put the contact details for um and the the link for MediPath and some more information in the show notes i wish you all the best on your, your journey thanks so much for your time
1: thanks so much for having me
0: peter thanks for listening to talking health tech my name is peter birch go do some stuff on our socials and website share it with some people and give us a nice review and a five-star rating because it all helps to spread the word and get people talking until next
1: time i'm out of here